The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Today we're going to look at one topic, but different sides of it. Sherry Schreiner, she's back, but we got the serious stuff out of the way. Today we're going to talk about the prayers that you can use to fight the reptile alien overlords today on Dead Rabbit Radio. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Dead Rabbit Radio. I'm your host Jason Carpenter. I'm having a great day. I hope you guys are having a great day too. Let's go ahead and move on to our first story. Now, our first story is a continuation of the Sherry Shriner thing. Now, on Monday we did the episode that talked about a murder that involved two of her cult members, followers, however you want to describe it, disciples. She obviously doesn't think she's in a cult. They don't think they're in a cult, so whatever. But one of them murdered the other one. It was interesting. That was Monday's episode, if you didn't hear it. On Tuesday's episode, we talked about the life of Sherry Schreiner in her own words. She talked about her journey of being tormented by Lucifer, or technically, Lucifer's top general from childhood. Because she is set up to become one of the main players in the Battle of Armageddon. She is destined by God. God tells her through Bible codes. I didn't get into that yesterday because it's just way too complicated. But God talks to her using the Bible. She does this Bible code thing and finds her name and all this stuff in it. She's King David's granddaughter. And she believes that Lucifer is using reptilian, alien, demonic beings. They're all just squished into one. Just all, all all those stupid things morphed into one big old dumb thing. Floating around, attacking people, trying to soul scalp us and live in our body. Trying to basically be the big bad of the universe. And it's her job to work with God to stop them. There's a bunch of stuff too which I haven't been able to make heads or tails of about like how Jesus (laughs) isn't really Jesus and uh, Jews are terrible people. And I'm like, I thought you were a Christian. It's super, it gets really bizarre. But at a certain point, I just had to like... Call it. I had to be like, okay, I've done enough research on this. Maybe someday I'll address her bizarre I hate Jesus stuff. But let's go ahead and move on to this segment. Now, this was, again, a thing I go, this, I can't cram all this into one episode about Sherry Schreiner. Because on her website, she has a frequently asked questions. Which, and you guys are like, wait, no, no, tell us about her hating Jesus thing. Maybe someday, maybe someday, but... On her website, she has a frequently asked questions, which is very, very common. Every website has these. That's nothing out of the ordinary. What is out of the ordinary, though, are her frequently asked questions. Now, obviously, if you go to Bank of America's frequently asked questions, they're going to be things like, how do I set up a checking account? How often can I withdraw money from a savings account? If you go to Alex Jones' frequently asked questions, there tend to be stuff like, who are you? That was the most frequently asked question would be like, who are you? And Alex Jones would be like, I'm this guy. And then you'd go down a couple questions and it'd be like, why do you think the Illuminati is trying to take over the planet? And he'd be like, well, this is why Illuminati is trying to take over the planet, so on and so forth. Frequently asked questions. 
The questions you get tired of answering all the time, so you just put them in a form. And generally, the first question is the one you are asked the most, right? Because you just want to cut to the chase. You want to know how to open a checking account. You want to know who Alex Jones is. Frequently asked questions. Her very, very first question on the frequently, and this sets the tone for the rest of them. Her very, very first question on the frequently asked questions is, it's actually not even a question. It's a statement, which I imagine people were writing in all caps to her. And she goes, I should create a frequently asked statements. I mean questions. Very first one. I'm hearing voices. If that's the most frequently asked question you are being asked, and you're not a psychologist or psychiatrist, you might want to reevaluate your audience base. The number one question people ask, and it's not even a question. They're just saying, I'm hearing voices. And she's like, yeah, it's because you're under attack from the evil forces. Next one, I'm being followed. Again, not a question. And it really, you're like, obviously the people that are communicating, there's one or two things. She doesn't know what a frequently asked questions is. Sherry Schreiner has no idea what this is supposed to be. But she seems a little more savvy than that. It could be she's tired of getting emails where people saying, I'm being followed, I'm being followed. And so she put this up here. Spoiler alert, the answer to I'm being followed is the same one as I'm hearing voices. You just pray. You pray to Yahshua, not Jesus, not Jesus, to Yahshua. And he'll protect you. I'm being harassed. Now, this one, she gets a little more specific in. Again, not a question. I'm being, I'm being harassed. Ask Yahweh to stop the harassment being targeted against you. That's reasonable. And to chain them and cast those involved into the abyss. Mm, bit of an overreaction. And, though, you're thinking, oh, she's quite cruel to, to people. And I'm like, no, 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 you didn't let me finish. She goes on to say, if they are humans that are behind the harassment, instead of those reptilian demons flowing around, if they are humans behind the harassment, ask Yahweh to break their equipment beyond repair. No chance. You can't take it to Geek Squad. Like, this stuff literally disintegrates in their hands. It has to be beyond repair, and send them into derision in the name of Yahshua. Now, I don't know if into derision is a thing. Delirium, maybe? Isn't derision where someone makes fun of you? But anyways, that's her thing. Next question. I, I Again, none of these are questions. I think I have chip implants. This is like number five or six on her list of most frequently asked questions. Easy fix, though. If you think the aliens have implanted you with something, she says you can deactivate chip implants with neodyme magnets. Now, what they are, there's little magnets that you put in your ear. They're super powerful, apparently, because we'll get to that in a second. You put the magnets in your ear. You put tape over it, and you wear it for 24 hours. I would do a side note to that advice. Don't leave your house for 24 hours, because everyone you see will go, what happened to your ear? And you just be like, "Mm, magnet, aliens put a chip in my head. Yeah, you want to avoid that conversation. So if you do do this, if you put a super strong magnet next to your brain and tape it there, just stay inside. Next question. This is actually a question, and this is a very important question. It ties into the last one about taping magnets into your ear. Next question. I have a def- I'll, I'll try pronouncing this right. I have a defib. I have a def. I have a defib. I have a def. You know, okay, that stupid thing. The defib. The the thing that um 
defibrillator. This isn't a bit. I can't say it. A defibrillator. I have a defibrillator, and I'm wondering if it is safe to use the neodyme magnet on my body. Actual question. It took us a while to get to one of these. Great question. This is her response. Neodyme magnets are very powerful and strong. I would not use them if you are on a defibrillator, pacemaker, or any any type of machine without approval from a doctor first. And the reason why I'm including that one in this list is I would love to hear that conversation between a patient and a doctor. Dude as a pacemaker comes into the doctor's office and says, Hey, I'm uh, yeah, here for my checkup. Yeah, everything's going. Doing and checking stuff out. Oh, you look great. Hey, doc, before you go, I was wondering, uh, I have a question. Can I tape magnets in my ear? Doctor would be like, what are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> First off, no, you shouldn't even be around magnets. You shouldn't even be around people with magnetic personalities. You can't even be around a Mr. Wooly toy. Not at all. And he's like, ah, oh, because I think I got a chip in my head. At that point, your doctor's writing you a referral to somebody else. But I would love to see a conversation between a patient and a doctor about whether or not they can tape powerful magnets into their head. Here's another great, here's another, just, again, if this is a question people are asking, you're either in the wrong line of work or you are having a ball. Because this is actually a pretty dope question, statement. I have laser beams coming into my house through my windows. It's kind of charming. It's kind of like so sci-fi and paranoid and so ridiculous. Like I'm hearing voices, I'm being followed. That could be someone with, like, a serious mental disorder. But if someone comes to you and is like, oh, man, you won't believe my day today. Laser beams came through my windows and started bouncing around my house. That is beautiful. You know what's really weird? I just had massive deja vu. I'm pretty sure I told a story or did a segment before about laser beams coming through windows and that whole setup. I think it was either deja vu or I did that exact same bit episodes ago and i can't really think of what episode it was weird like super deja vu as i was saying it i was like i I did this bit before i made this joke about someone going you won't believe my day anyways this is her advice the laser beam must have just come through my window and given me deja vu this is her advice cover the windows they are using to hit you with laser beams with mylar blankets you can get them at amazon four dollars for 12 really when was this written 1994 that's super cheap Oh, and then it says, also, ask y'all way to break their equipment beyond repair. Yeah, just do that too. Throw up the Mylar blankets and then pray to God and just make all of their laser beams malfunction, which is actually very, very dangerous prayer. God's like, yeah, sure, whatever. And all of a sudden, the entire town gets vaporized by these things. So you're like, Jason, yes, frequently asked questions. It's all well and good. But you promised me, you promised me, Space Brother, you promised me how I could defeat the evil ones, and protect them myself. And you're right, I did, Space Brother. That's a term that's used on her website quite a lot. Derogatory, too. You, there are no such thing as Space Brothers. Only Yahweh and Yahshua can help you. But I, don't, I don't know how many people go around using the term Space Brother. But anyways, except for us now. Here's some prayers. These are prayers that you have to repeat verbatim. Very, very, very important, because it's almost like a spell can't fiddle around with these. These are prayers that you can use to protect yourself and to launch retaliatory attacks. There are dozens of them, but I've selected two. 
because most of them are really in the vein of what we're going to talk about. The first one is a general prayer. It's just a general protection prayer. We have just the standard, now I lay me down to sleep, pray the Lord my soul to keep. And then what's the Lord's Prayer? Um, Our Father on our heaven, hallowed be thy name. All that stuff. General prayers. This is her version of that. Heavenly Father. Bow your heads, guys. Bow your heads. Now, first off, let me say, after doing that joke, I'm not making fun of prayer in general. I'm making fun of this nonsense. I, I When I was preparing this segment, I was like, ah, maybe it's a little sacrilegious. But So everyone, close your eyes, bow your heads. Heavenly Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, weird, not Yahshua, but in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I ask you in Jesus' name, so bizarre. I'm wondering if these were copy-pasted for somewhere else, because she doesn't seem to be a huge fan of that dude. Or doesn't use that name, but, okay, sorry, sorry to interrupt our prayer, solemn moment. Heavenly Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I ask you in Jesus' name to please send hundreds, 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 and hundreds of millions of legions of angels to surround me, and encamp around me, and set up angelic shields, protective devices, impenetrable force fields, and angels to protect me against every attack of the enemy. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Please put upon me the full armor of God. Please put upon me the spiritual camouflage to make me invisible to the enemy. Please put me upon the armor light, the breastplate of righteousness, the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Walking slowly away from an explosion. Now, the spiritual armor is really in the Bible. Like, they do talk about that. It's allegorical. But they do talk about the spiritual armor. I've never heard of the spiritual camouflage to make me the ghillie suit, the holy ghillie suit, so you can, like, creep around as all the demons are like, where did he go? And you're just, like, disguised as a rock in the corner. Demon's like, I'm going to sit on this rock. You're like, "Uh uh-oh. These guys live to be quite long. This could take a while. But anyways, very specific. Set up some angelic shields. That's kind of a sweet imagery. Protective devices. What gear does an angel carry? Do they have like a Batman belt? And they're like, oh, better get my my anti-reptile spray. Are they setting up like little Geiger counters in case any sort of radioactive alien? What protective devices? Impenetrable force fields. Is there any other kind? Who... Who who requests a penetrable force field? Why do you need that extra word in there? What type of force field do you want? I don't I don't care. It can be penetrated. It doesn't matter to me. They should all be impenetrable. Anyways, then there's a bunch of other prayers regarding a bunch of other kooky stuff, but the really again verbatim and and I can't figure out First off, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it all the way through this, but I almost feel like I have to because it just keeps getting weirder. So this one is to break attacks on yourself. So let's say you're like, I think someone's shooting laser beams through my windows. And she's like, check the frequently asked questions first and then come back and I'll have a prayer for you to break an attack on yourself. And you're like, okay, so you have a prayer to break attacks from laser beams in my windows? And she goes, kind of. I have one to break attacks on everything. And you're like, that sounds awesome. She's like, sit and pray with me then, young man. Heavenly Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I break, crush, dissolve, and destroy every satanic attack. And you're like, oh, that's cool. Satan, Satan, Satan worshippers use lasers. That's cool. You didn't let me finish. Druid witch attack. Wicca witch attack. Kabbalah witch attack. 
wizard attack, shaman attack, witch doctor attack. When's the last time someone has been attacked by a witch doctor? When was this written? Like 1600s? Witch doctor attack, witchcraft attack. And just when you think, oh, okay, he's just going to list off all his. When I was reading, I was like, oh, there's just like right when you start to lose interest. She says, vampire attack, werewolf attack, what? So now these things are real too? Vampire attack, werewolf attack, Santeria attack, you're playing too much sublime, voodoo attack, magical attack, which for some reason that's not already like bundled in with all the witch stuff, sorcery attack, luciferian attack, demonic attack, satanic attack, psychic attack, telepathic attack, mental attack, Remote viewing attack, mind control attack, radionics attack, psychotronic attack, psionic attack, death signal attack? Why would you need any other attack if you had options to pull a death signal attack? And what is it? Doesn't say, just moves on to disease signal attack. What? Use those! I'm not worried about the witch doctor attack. And again, If you're only being harassed by a witch doctor, if you are Alvin and the Chipmunks looking for a map or whatever they were doing in that movie, you still have to say, please don't attack me with the death signal. You have to do this whole thing. Scalar wave attack, Tesla wave attack, laser wave attack. See, that's why we got into this prayer in the first place. We had to do all of that. ELF attack. RF attack, microwave attack, magnetic attack, acoustic attack. That's a dope name for a band. Infrared attack and every kind of attack that I don't know the name of. So why don't you just say, please, Lord, protect me from any sort of made-up nonsense that some lunatic could have gotten a hold of, found an ancient book or some UFO technology and is using it against me. Thank you. Amen. But you have to list them all. Because technically you don't know, and that catch-all at the end, I may not even know what it is that's attacking me, but I have to list all of this stuff. But we're not done. That's just the first part of the prayer. So you, you're you saying it, and you're like, great, I'm not going to attack by aliens anymore. Now I need a time-wasting attack, as this person is still praying with you. This is the rest of it. Every person, place, thing, which, occult, source... Psychic source, machine, any machine, cash register or terminator, they both apply. Satanist, druid witch, wicca witch, Kabbalah witch, wizard. This is, this, I'm not just listening to stuff, this is actually part of the prayer. First one was against the attacks. Now we have to protect ourselves from the people listing the attacks, which is oddly more than the attacks themselves. Kabbalah witch, wizard, shaman, witch doctor. This guy's back. I want to meet this dude. Vampire werewolf. They're still around. Santeria practitioner, voodoo practitioner, remote viewing operator, radiatix operator, psychotronic operator, psionic operator. Pine Gap group. Who are these dudes? Who? Then that again, right when you start losing interest, now a bunch of made up stuff shows up. Who are the Pine Gap group? What puts them on the same level as a vampire <laughs> or a witch doctor? Pine Gap Group. Never heard of them before. Some, probably some, they're either one of two things. Completely made up or some super obscure conspiracy theory. I'll see if I can find more information on them. MIB, they're listed here. ACO, ASIO, Psychor. We're getting some acronyms here, so I'm going to skip those. Military Group, Intelligence Group, Army Group, Navy Group, Air Force Group, Marine Corps Group. Where's Coast Guard? Coast Guard Group? 
They're not coming after me. A bunch of more acronyms here. MI5, MI6, Mars Defense Force Group. And then finally, the Reptilian Group, the Draconian Group, the Grey Group, the Grey Group, and the Insect Group, and every name I did, and every group I don't know the name of. So just say everybody. Just say, please, Lord, protect me from every attack from every person ever. Please. Also, no more lasers in my house. And God's like, oh, I'll see what I can do. So, and then it has the standard, like, thank you, Jesus. Um, I'll pray to you. Just that's, that's not technically the end of it, but the rest of it is not funny. It's just normal prayer stuff. So, if you're like, God damn it, Jason, I really needed to stop the witch doctor sending laser beams in my house. You can look it up in the show notes. But before we go, yes, there is more. Because we want to see how well these spells work. Obviously, right? We want to see how well these spells work. She has a list called Fun Things to Do as a Warrior for the Most High. So using the prayers she has taught you and the knowledge she has given you to fight the good fight against the draconian alien overlords led by Lucifer to herald in Armageddon. Here's some fun things you can do. There's 61 of them. I'm not going to read them all because they start to get pretty derivative after a certain point. So the, once you've studied about her and you've studied her teachings and you've learned all of her prayers, you can say them. Could you imagine memorizing that prayer? I mean, the Lord's Prayer is pretty simple. It's not, Our Father and Our in Heaven, please protect us from witch doctors and voodoo priests and Kabbalah priests. Like, you imagine having to memorize that. I'm sure some people do. But anyways, you memorize the prayers. Learn the teachings. These are things you can do. Fun things you can do as a warrior for the Most High. Number one, their automatic doors and their underground bases don't work for a day. For Yah, who's basically Yahweh, she's on she's on a first syllable basis with God. She can just call him Yah. <laughs> for Yah to put them in confusion as to what's wrong with them and don't let them be able to be fixed for 24 hours. That'll teach those reptilian demons that are eating humans and taking their souls. Their doors won't work for 24 hours. Mmm. You'll notice a trend that all of these fun things you can do with your special powers take place in underground remote facilities where you can never see if they're true. So you can basically pray and then go, take that automatic doors and go about your business and assume that somewhere down there there's a reptilian trapped in an elevator. But you you don't know. So that's the first one. They're automatic doors and they're under. That's the first one too. That was the first one she came up with. That's her most clever one. The automatic doors in their underground bases don't work for a day. Number two, the water sources get mysteriously blocked and stop flowing into the underground bases and cities for a day. Now, at this point, I'm thinking, yes, reptilian demonic aliens are plotting the overthrow of the planet and the death of God. But you know there probably are some like elderly ones down there. They've been in here for quite a long time and they're just kind of frail and they have like their little hover walker and stuff like that. And they're like, oh, I got to watch the Molden Girls. That's our version of the Golden Girls where they're just moldy because they're reptiles. It was a stupid joke. But anyways, he's floating around down there and then the doors don't work and there's no water and he suffers and dies. Like I get that he's a demon reptile, but there's, pe- there's demon reptiles on defibrillators down there. 
And the, the doctor's like, I don't know what happened. I tried getting in there. He died very slowly. We tried giving him some water. There was no water. And, and there, people are going, what's going on with the state-of-the-art facility? This should be amazing. Why did my uncle reptile die? He never got to see the end of the Molden girls. Never saw it end. Number three, their computers malfunction and everything has to be reformatted. That's, come on, man. That's basic. Four, elevators stop working and grind to a slow halt. Wouldn't it be better that they just stop working and the people in them plummeted to their death? You're at war. You're at war with these reptile people. I know I just built up the image of a sympathetic grandpa alien demon, but you're at war with these people. You want to just go to a slow halt? Five, this is actually disgusting, and this kind of sets off a trend. Their food supply gets covered in worms. Now, if I came home and all my food was covered in worms, I'd be pretty grossed out. But if I was a reptile, I don't think that would bug me. If I was a human who had the soul of a reptile, I would just be like, free grub, literally. Don't reptiles eat worms? Aren't you basically then? They're like, yes, our prayers come true. More worms. Everyone's celebrating down in the city. Number six, the power supply intermittently goes on and off that warning. Again, poor Grandpa Demon sitting in bed. His life support. So, so bizarre. But anyway, okay, seven. Underground uh, underground vehicles, not vehicles you can confirm. Underground vehicles get flat tires for no apparent reason. Basic stuff. And it's weird because some of them are straight up like plagues of Egypt. Where you're making worms magically appear. And then the other one is some guy, some reptilians like, golly, my tire's flat. And I don't know why. Is there in an underground tunnel and they're like, guess we'll just walk. Nine, they're, we're skipping, we're going to start skipping some now. Nine, their consciousness becomes seared with the judgment and righteousness of the Most High. That's some Ghost Rider stuff right there. That's basically like people have a flat tire, they're stuck in an elevator. Uncle Reptile just passed away because the electricity went off. There's a bunch of worms everywhere. And then all of a sudden, they're seared. All of a sudden, their brain is filled with the image of every sin they've ever committed and what the afterlife is going to be like. That's a total, like, that should be your first one. Not people like, hmm, I wonder why this door won't work. And then they're like, oh my god, the righteousness of the one creator of the universe. Like, that's, that's, would be the equivalent of humans being, all of a sudden Cthulhu existing in every human brain at once. Would drive you mad. Not that, a flat tire versus that. Versus eternal torment in a split second in your brain. Yeah. Anyways. Ten, all bread mysteriously becomes moldy and inedible. Food machines won't work. And the coffee becomes infested with bugs. That's after the everyone's soul is seared for a brief moment in time with the beauty of heaven and what they will never achieve. And they're like, oh my God, what happened? Oh my God, what happened? I need some coffee. <laughs> they go to the coffee thing, a bunch of bugs everywhere. Next one after that. Again, she peaked. She really peaked at nine. Next one after that. Cell phones won't work as connections can't be made and they waste their minutes and time in roaming into oblivion. One. When's the last time you ever counted your minutes on your cell phone? Two, she basically just described all of their cell phone carriers being Sprint. That's it. It's not really a curse. That's just bad planning on your part of who you decided to go through for your cell phone provider. Now we get into the poop jokes. Now we get into the poop curses. Did you know? Did you know? I can never get that right. I can never do that voice the same each time. But did you know? 
that reptilians and greys, they don't have buttholes. That is something you learned today on Dead Rabbit Radio. Due to Sherry Schreiner, reptilians and greys do not have buttholes. They actually eliminate their waste through their skin. So, if you try wrestling one and all of a sudden it starts to get slick, it's because it's peeing. And I'm pretty sure I did that joke before, honestly. I don't think I'm having deja vu unless I'm having a massive stroke. I think I've told that joke before. But anyways, reptilians and greys eliminate waste through their skin. This is number 12. Pray that their pores get blocked and they become constipated. See how they like that. I think they would just explode. If all of their pores are supposed to release waste and their pores get sealed, actually that would suffocate them as well, because that's how we breathe at least. Oddly enough, number 23 gets personal. The guy who ran over Sherry's cat gets a demotion for pushing her buttons. What? That's it. Just a demotion? They're like, you used to be the grand architect of hell. Now you're just the architect. No! Like, that's it? All this other stuff you're doing to torment cities full of people. And this guy just gets a demotion for running over a cat. Anyways, number 24, block sewer lines. This is verbatim. This is not me adding anything in here. Blocked sewer lines. So the reptilian turds will back up and float through every little nook and cranny. Oh, yeah. Swim in your own caca, you slime bags. I didn't add the oh yeah, I didn't add the caca, any of that ending that was all written down. But here's my thing. Weren't we just told that they eliminate their waste through their pores? How big can their caca actually be? It would be like smaller than a rabbit's. But anyways, Reptilian Turns, which is also a great name for a band, will float through every nook and cranny. Number 45, they start to feel the true power of combined prayer from the Most High's people and wet themselves profusely. Not, again, just like they start to feel sorrow for the path they've chosen in life. They just start peeing everywhere. That's the goal of that prayer. And number 47, toilet paper stocks mysteriously vanish. 48, toilets and sewers get mysteriously blocked and back up, causing floods and bathrooms and buildings everywhere. When you have the power of God at your disposal, what better way to fill the world with poop and pee and caca from alien races? I don't think I've ever found a more... This this was all on one page. It was frequently asked questions, and I was doing the notes for that, and I was like, oh, that'll be be an interesting segment. And then I scrolled down a bit, and it's like spiritual warfare. I was like, oh, okay. And then I'm reading those prayers, and then I scrolled down a little bit more, and it gave us 50 fun things to do. And I honestly don't think I've found a more entertaining webpage ever on the internet. I think I had so much enjoyment reading this that I was like, this is the internet to me. And what sucks is this stuff is so hidden. There's, we, we can estimate probably about five to 10,000 people who believe this stuff. They may not actively be following Sherry Schreiner. But I think that's a safe estimate given how much money she raised with her GoFundMe, which was $154,000. It was over the course of two years, but still, they were all small donations. So I'd say probably around 5,000 people, 6,000 people believe her. And it could be a lot more. Could be a lot more. That's why I'm saying five to 10,000. But to you and me, we read this and we laugh and we think this is hilarious. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> you guys may have shut it off by now, but... It's just this odd look at these beliefs these people truly believe. I just think, I find it so fascinating that no matter how much nonsense you can throw out there, people will still believe it. 
But what intrigues me even more is that this story was submitted to me by Gary V. email, just the Sherry Schreiner murder thing in general, and we've gotten all this information from it. And you wonder how many other groups are out there like this? How many other just treasure troves of information do we have that are just lost somewhere on the internet? I feel like an internet archaeologist. I think sometimes it would be interesting to actually believe that this was real. I think it would be maddening. I think if you truly believed that... There are people who believe in aliens. There's degrees. People who believe in aliens. And then there are people who believe that aliens are demons. And there's a sizable amount of both of those groups. Millions... I'd probably say billions of people believe in aliens. And millions of people believe that aliens are actually demons. And that's totally fine. Like, I don't have a, I don't have a beef with that. And even if I did, it wouldn't matter because it'd just be my opinion. But I think it's fascinating that they've, out of those groups, they keep whittling it down to you have a group, a sub-sub-subgroup who believe that aliens are demons and Lucifer is planning to take over the world. And there's going to be a final battle of Armageddon. And those are all really well-known conspiracies. But then they believe that they are under assault because they are so important to God's plan for protecting the planet and the universe that Satan has singled them out. We talked about that a lot on yesterday's episode, about the mythology we create for ourselves, and sometimes the mythology someone else creates for us to make us feel important. And they feel important because they feel like they are on the front lines of this war, and they have this secret knowledge, and they have these secret prayers and these powers, and they're making doors not work 300 feet under the ground. But come on, like at a certain point, it's so weird to me that people can watch your videos and people can believe all this stuff and then find that page I just read to you and still believe in it. But maybe that's just human nature. Maybe it's one of those things when you're talking to someone who has political beliefs different than your own and you have knowledge that says that this political party has done this bad thing or is doing this bad thing and you're trying to explain it to your friend and they're like, but, 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 and they'll run those circles. They'll try to rationalize it. And then after that conversation, you guys will go your different separate ways and generally people will maintain the same political or religious views even when evidence against it is put forth. Like factual evidence, not just feelings, like actual factual evidence. So maybe it's just human nature to double down on the nonsense. At the end of the day, though, if you think about it, is that if someone is having some sort of mental problem and they believe laser beams are coming into their window, I'm either going to laugh at them, probably not to their face, or say you might want to go see a psychiatrist, you might want to go check someone out. But to that person having that mental issue, that mental disorder, whatever it is, Sherry Schreiner is offering a concrete answer to that. Maybe that's the key. Maybe that's the key. It's not necessarily whether or not the questions are frequently asked. It's whether or not the answers sound good to you and work for you in the mind state you're in. DeadRabbitRadio at gmail.com is going to be our email address. You can also hit us up at facebook.com slash DeadRabbitRadio. Twitter is at Jason O. Carpenter. Dead Rabbit Radio is the daily paranormal conspiracy and true crime podcast. You don't have to listen to it every day, but I'm glad you listened to it today. Have a great one, guys. <laughs>